Welcome to Manhood. Who's thinking are you thinking? Hey, it's Frank Sell, your host of Armored Up Man, the podcast. Who's this podcast for? It's men. Men that are ready to fulfill their potential instead of just getting by on talent. How do I know that? Because that was me over 10 years ago. I realized everywhere I went, there I was. Everything in my life I was responsible for. And when you can take responsibility for it, then you start stepping into manhood and you have the ability to make change. Welcome to the show. Hey there, you savages. Frank Sell here, for, uh, former founder of Armored Up Man. So you don't have to be a, a big, bright, shiny object to do this. But <laughs> I digress. Anyhow, Frank Sell here, founder of Armored Up Man, bringing you other men and other stories because what I like to say is, man, I can't teach you nothing, but I can tell stories. If you learn something, well, that's your problem. Take the credit for it. You were open, you listened, and that means you're teachable. Um, so today, man, I'm pumped to have my buddy Steve Larson on here. We met a few years ago on the social medias and the and the internet and so on. Um, and I've been super impressed with watching this guy's evolution from when we first met to now. Uh, so Steven, how you doing, brother? Fantastic. And I'm excited to be here, man. This is awesome. It's like full circle, you know? It is. We're both bearded. Um, and yeah. we're, we're like happy and, and like we know who we are. Yeah. Yeah. We found our voice. Um, so that's like really important. And it's part of our message here. So like when Steven and I first met, um, me personally. So if you're just listening to this, we're doing this live on Facebook. We have a Facebook page where we do these interviews. Um, and so when 16 years ago, I started my first business, uh, man, my phrase, my quotes, I beat the street so hard. I swear I'll get a bill for the potholes. Um, and I knew there had to be a better way, but I didn't have anybody around me that knew the better way. And so that's when I met Steven. Um, I was doing some network marketing of all things. I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way. And Steven had a, a better way. And that's, that's kind of where we connected in what we call click funnels. Um, so man, why don't you kind of drop in on, on that conversation, Steve? Yeah, totally. ClickFunnels uh, is awesome stuff, you know, for network marketing. Um, honestly, you know what's funny is I started realizing that affiliate marketing, network marketing, and just general sales is that it's especially on it's the exact same thing. It's literally the exact same model. You were selling somebody else's product, you're getting a little bit of commission for it, but no one was taking the affiliate models that were everyone knew worked into the MLM space and no one was taking uh, these commissioned sales one-on-one -on -one models from the internet and over into the MLM space. That's what I was geeking out about so much. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that I recognize too, you know, in, in the network marketing, they, they preach the ESBI, the cash flow quadrant. And I mean, that, that shit's for real, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a job, you know, cause I always told get a career, get an education, put your 30 years in. Well, that wasn't going to work. Um, yeah. You know, that was a 1950s, 60s, 70s type thing. And yeah. so then I started my own business. When I realized I didn't start my own business, I just bought my own job. <laughs> because the only time I made money is when I showed up to work. And then that's that's when, you know, the appeal of network marketing was to me, was the idea of some kind of passive or residual type income. Yeah. Um, and from what you're saying is it's, it's literally the same thing as when I started my first business. I, I literally, I... I kind of had the question of who's got my money, the old Grant Cardone, and then I would, yeah. I would make a list, I would call them, I would go see them, and then I would just repeat that. And that's that's like just this business cycle, whether it's a traditional business, whether it's uh, network marketing, whether it's online marketing, 
um, it's all the it's same. The same thing. Yeah. And the mistake is to think that it isn't the same thing. I think it's like, you know, then they'll treat like a hobby. I've never known any business you can treat like a hobby and actually be successful with it. <laughs> you got to treat it like a business. <laughs> yeah. 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 You totally have to commit. Uh, and so a big reason why I have Steve on here today, because I, I was watching a video of him the other day um, with his former boss and, and on their channel, the ClickFunnels page. So if, like, if you go to armoredupman.com, there's a little, a tab in the bottom right hand corner says click funnels. And so if you want to know about it, just go hit the tab. Um, but it's kind of like, it's an organized sales process on a website that will help you be more efficient than just a regular website is what click funnels is. And what I was really impressed was the transition of your mindset, because like myself, I've, I've been talking a lot um, either on podcast podcasts or my own page about, you know, flipping that mindset of it's not it's not so much how much money you make, but how you make your money from what what my personal understanding is. Yeah, it's important you know, that you make a bunch because you can help a lot of people. But, you know, that that mindset. And so you kind of man, you went on a rant about when that switch flipped from you of going from an income to a cash flow kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, uh, my wife and I, we were just almost literally starving for so many years, you know, it's like we couldn't make any money. It was hard. It, it's like, you know, and, and understandably she's asking things like, is this the one that's going to make it? Is this the one that's going to work? And you know, I don't blame anyone for saying those things, you know, loved ones are going to ask that, especially if, some, if an entrepreneur, you haven't figured it out yet, or haven't figured out, you know, how to make the cash yet. It makes sense. But, uh, we went, we were so, broke and poor for so many years my mentality again understandably was very much like where can i make the dollar where can i make the dollar where can i make the dollar right and and i think honestly every business owner should maintain that to a degree like mm -hmm. after a while though like you got to follow the cash you got to make sure that you're you know the business can have revenue inside of it but after a while though like the money stops fulfilling you really quickly and yeah i was standing there i was standing with um Russell Brunson and Myron Golden at an inner circle party. And uh, they asked me, they're like, hey, how's it going? How you doing? Because I had just left and I was I was doing everything on my own. And it's probably about, it was about probably six months in. I said, it's going good. I'm just trying to find, uh, just trying to, you know, find, find my purpose and figure out more about what it is I really need to go do. And Russell started laughing, like openly, big and open <laughs> and almost, it almost offended me. I was like, it's a serious question, man. Like, how do I figure out my purpose? How do I figure out what it is I really want to do? You know? And, and, um, after he had stopped laughing, like really bigly, um, he, Myron turned over and he looked, he goes, what's so funny? And he goes, dude, he just asked the purpose question. Like it was a thing that he hears all the time. And I said, what are you, what are you talking about? And then Myron started laughing super hard. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why is this so funny, guys? I'm trying to figure out. And, and both of them, after a while, they're like, you've been doing this how long? And I was like, like six, seven months. They're like, you're doing really well? I was like, yeah, really well now. And he's like, here, here, here it is. Myron is like, I found my purpose out like three weeks ago, dude. Seriously. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's the first time. And I'm he's like, I'm like, you know, 40, 50 something or whatever. And Russell's like, yeah, dude. Remember, he's like, how long have you been in this game? And that time it was like 14 years. He goes, yeah, ClickFunnels at, at that time. He's like, ClickFunnels only been around three years, dude. I just barely found, I went through 11 years to find my thing only three years ago. 
And, uh-huh. uh, and I was like, that's really awesome. And he said, stop, stop freaking out so much about that. It, what he said to me, his command to me was, Stephen, add value. It'll find you. I was mm-hmm. like, sweet. You know, and then whew, that, that dropped a lot of pressure in my head. Yeah, and that's awesome. You know, it's, uh, and that, that resonates with me because of this, this page, this podcast, these, these businesses that, that I've set up, um, the Armored Up Man, and yeah. then the Baby Beard Club. I don't know. I don't know if you heard my story about you. Know, I met Sean Whalen in person and Ryan Mickler in person, yeah. and then uh, like two years ago, and I was just like, wait a minute, these guys are just telling their story, and my story like smokes the depth. I know what I, I know what I've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can help a lot of dudes. All right. And uh, so that's where this whole podcast got started and the baby beard club, like we were talking before we started, um, that's a way to, to like honor my purpose, honor all the, the BS that I've gone through in my life and not waste the energy from the lessons in those. Mm, absolutely. And so how, how do you, so when you say basically fulfill and live your purpose and the money will find you, money will flow because it's, it's, energy i was i was thinking about this this morning I was, I was laying there and setting my intentions um before i got out of bed and i was just breathing i was like man i, I can't you know the, the the more that i i breathe out the more that i can have room to breathe in mm. and you know the whole design of all this this life so is there things that like have you have seen or it's shown you okay these this is true um like you're living your purpose what what signs have you seen that that says oh wait a minute there's that flow there's that energy coming in yeah you know it's interesting there are there's only like there's a few things i can do that is my unique ability that no one else can do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. everyone is that way and I think the thing that people get struck like stressed on, like this is business, you know, I'm not going to go in and jump into something because I think it's my purpose without knowing how it cash flows. Um, I'm going to go design a lot of revenue possibility inside of a business, but I can be selling any knickknack and doing my purpose at the same time. My purpose doesn't have to be the knickknack. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that will stress a lot of people and trip a lot of people up. You know, I can go and add tons of value, you know, make my business very successful around a product that is not necessarily something that I like my purpose in this life is to sell. I don't know these sunglasses, you know what I mean? You know, but my purpose, I could be fulfilling that without. So anyway, uh, just to the thousands of people I've coached that sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll think that I need to my purpose needs to be about sunglasses in order for me to sell sunglasses. It's not true at all. Um, my purpose, you know, as I started realizing more and more of like what my unique ability is, it made it easier to sell whatever I could see would actually let my business cash flow really hard on. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I started realizing that, I don't know, I, it's like a confidence that came after a while, after so many failures that, you know what, I just there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. I'm going to try and do so, but I'm going to try and bless a ton of lives along the way. And, 
that pursuit is what have funny enough started making the cash. I've noticed that my personal development is directly tied to the level that my business is at. It's mm -hmm. so it's the weirdest thing, man. Like, and some people after a while, they're, they're making a lot of money. They're like, oh, finally, whew, I made it. And as soon as they start thinking, I made it, the individual stops growing, not just the cash. It's really interesting. Uh -huh. So it's you're not really ever like plateaued. It's like up or down at all times, but it's directly tied to your growth level. I was just talking to somebody about this last night in the car coming back. Um, I just flew home last night. We're driving to the airport. They're like, why do you think that's happened so, so much for you in the past year? And I said, because I started naming, like on, on a business level, I want to compete on strengths, mm -hmm. right? But I, on like an individual growth level, I kind of have to go patch up my weaknesses, right? Not patch up, but at least confront. Yeah. So yes. I went and I grabbed this big dummy um, and I, uh -huh. he's like a punching bag, you know, and I named him Poverty. And uh, I beat the crap out of them pretty frequently. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a big punching bag. It's a heavy bag, but uh -huh. it's shaped like a person. And funny, it sounds stupid, man. But like what I started doing was I started, I started writing on there. It was never meant to be something that was public facing for everybody. That's not why I bought it. Uh -huh. It's ended up that way. But what I do is I write down every single thing that's negative that I hear from my audience or hecklers. Okay. And I go and I write it down. Then I put it all. So the dummy's covered with words now, uh -huh. words all over the place. And what I found is that I cannot overcome something negative in my life by pretending like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I have to actually face the thing. So, which can feel very painful at first, but actually allows me to have the the satisfaction on on the other side. Otherwise, right. I just circle it and I circle it and never quite get over this thing. And so I, I write down, you know, um, you know, people call me an idiot or uh, they'll call me, let's say I'm too young or they'll say, this, people are mean online, right? Uh -huh. And so I'll write down all this stuff and make it public facing. And instead of looking away, dude, I face it and I look at the words and I know what I'm against. And then when I sit down in my chair, I am going to war. And that's very much my mentality. And uh, it's because of, even despite all the things that go, are against me, that has grown me like crazy in the last year. I don't hide or pretend like the thing isn't there anymore. It, it is there. So uh -huh. let it be, but move forward anyway. That's Man, I love that for a few reasons. Um, number one, you, you said war. And that's the whole point of Armored Up Man is having, having the armor, the discernment on your mind to yeah. let the energy into and out of your heart. Totally. Oh, it's that's so I love it. Right, right now, you're you're like you're letting your heart uncork it and and run. Um, but it sounds to me too like the process that I went through is, is I started to understand who's thinking I'm thinking. Start mm -hmm. taking all these scales off of old mindsets and getting yeah. down to. Uh, you know, I, I was reading a, a law of attraction book of all things the other day. What I what I love and what what resonates with what you're saying is so many of us, you know, getting clarity. We can't set an intention if we're not clear on what we want. Yeah. And so I love what you're what you're doing. It talked about on this this law of attraction deal was on one side, write down all the stuff that you don't want on money, on relationships, on health. Then on the other side, write what you do want, the direct opposite of what you're talking about. And so I love that because that's kind of so many of us, you know, it's it's pointing out and looking at what we don't want and 
having an intention on saying, wait a minute, what do I want? Right. Uh, and so I know you have a short time span. How much time we got here? I got about the five, 10 minutes here. About five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's, that's awesome. And so you go out there, um, you face this negative energy. Um, you go out there and, and you confront it. So is there some steps or something you do that after you get done, after you release that, that you do develop that clarity, you do say, okay, man, now I know what I want. You know, is there a process to get there? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, I was asked that question a little bit ago and it's funny if I sit back and I think about how I got to be doing the business that I am, uh-huh. it very much started like in college, I was like, I'm going to go be, I'm going to go do CIT like my dad. I'm going to go be a coder. So I went and I, I, that was my thing in college. And I started doing CIT stuff and I quickly realized I freaking hate this. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know what? I need to re re narrow. Right. And I need to go get into, I really, business seems really cool. Let me try that. So I got a little bit more narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I started taking steps into stuff and steps into stuff. And I realized like, oh my gosh, this internet thing's really cool. Right. And every single one of those little narrowing activities was done by some kind of attempt just by me, not by a teacher, not by a mentor. Someone wasn't telling me it was what was my interest. Mm-hmm. Let me follow my interest and see if I can get more narrow, narrow. Then I was like, oh, internet stuff, traffic. I really like traffic, then funnels. Then I got down to offer creation and sales message writing, got really narrow. And every single one of those narrowing activities was very much um, done only by me legitimately trying um, something, you know, uh, I'm going to go code a website. Oh my gosh, that sucks. I don't want to do that. I really don't want, I can't see myself doing that. Boom. Right. Business. I'm going to go into internet business. All right. Or I did a lot of door to door sales. And, um, and I was like, that's really cool. And I learned how to sell, but I don't know if I want to be a door to door salesman, but let me take that skill and move forward and get narrow. Boom. Right. And then the next and the next and the next, it doesn't happen all at once for people. <laughs> this is what I want to do. That just doesn't happen. <laughs> what I call it. I was, I talk about it being the age of discovery, which is kind mm-hmm. of a cheesy name, but like, that's how I think of it. <laughs> it's like, you have no idea what you want until you try a bunch of crap. Right. And then when you say this is what I want, there's a difference between quitting and evolving. Mm -hmm. And so people won't, people won't move on because they're like, if I move on, I said, this, I said, this is what I'm going to go do. I've been doing it for like three years. And, and, but there's this other thing, but if I go to it, I'm going to be quitting. Like, no, (laughs) like let yourself evolve. The opportunities that come to you will match how far you have evolved. And as you grow, your opportunities will change. Mm-hmm. They're gonna change. They will level up like crazy as you level up. And so it's dumb after a while to sit back and say like, well, I'm not going to go take on these other opportunities, even though you, you, you never qualified for them in the past. Mm-hmm. So my, my advice to everybody is always like, go through like a little age of discovery. If you have no idea what you want to do, just try stuff. And when I say try stuff, like if you're trying to figure out what business to go and do, go sell stuff in that thing. Oh, I hate that. That stuff. Oh, I hate that. That stuff. Oh, I hate that. Oh, this is kind of cool. And then zoom in, right? Get those horse blinders on and go deep again. Mm-hmm. Zoom, zoom. That, that's really how I've done it. Otherwise, I had no idea. Man, I can't tell you how many, many conversations I had about this very thing. I had no idea what I wanted to do for like 15 years. <laughs> I just, yeah. barely, 
I think figured out what I want to do. I had one of those moments um, last October. Okay. And then about a month ago, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do now. And it's got, it's just built on the last thing. It's still there, but just narrow, 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 narrow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, what I, what I love about that is, is that it's like, it's symbiotic of like our journey of, of coming together, you know, like the network marketing is like, you know, it's not so much the selling the widget or the thing or, or the whatever. It was the personal development and who I became through the process. I, I know that's kind of generic to say that, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's dumb we ask college kids what they want to do when they're like 20. Yeah. Like, most people don't end up doing that thing anyway. And who, who the heck knows, really, that that's what they're going to do the rest of their life? Like, it's very small percentage. Too many people get stressed out over that question, I think. All the way. And I think that when we look at these things that we go through and, and each little thing that we, we, the step that we narrow down, like you're saying, is just another piece of armor for our mind and, and ammunition to go out and to serve and help other people. Um, you know, and I, I love that. So, you know, what you're doing, I know you're, you're a mission driven guy and, and, and all that. So it's, it's awesome that we can take these lessons and take this life and, you know, project it forward. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so now I don't want to, I know you got a, a short time here, so I appreciate and honor your time. Uh, wh- where can people find you at? Um, uh, probably sales phone radio or, um, uh, Steve J That's probably okay. the best place also. Yeah. Awesome. So that's a, that's a podcast too. sales phone radio. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. so everybody knows that's listening and watching this. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so man, I appreciate it, and man, I hope you have a, a great day. And everybody, if you're uh, obviously if you're listening to this, go find Steve. He's a he's a he's a rad dude. I I appreciate his journey and, and him as a person. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Good catching up with you. All righty, we'll see you, everybody. Everybody. Thank you for being a man looking to fulfill his potential and not just get by on talent alone. This has been Armored Up Man podcast. You can find us at armoredupman.com, anywhere on social media at Armored Up Man, and any likes and reviews are always greatly appreciated. Thank you.